0: Hello, and welcome to Is This Anime? I'm your anime expert, Jack
1: Metcalf. And I'm the guy who doesn't know anything about anime, Malcolm Cloud.
0: And uh, for those just joining in, each week I select an anime series for Malcolm to watch, and three, although in this case four, episodes that best showcase that series' strength. And uh, last week's anime was One Piece. Malcolm, what do you think of the iconic One Piece?
1: I I enjoyed it. I mean, I think... Because I didn't see this in a more linear way, it's harder for me to gauge it. You know, it's a lot to take in, but it's, I think, as I said last episode, it's the most interesting world, at least in my opinion, that uh, we've covered. Uh, I'm just, uh, I know it's very expansive and I know we haven't scratched the surface of what One Piece truly is.
0: For sure. And, and to be honest, I, and I I was actually surprised how much you enjoyed it. I thought this was going to be one that you were going to kind of chew into, but you seem to, uh, seem to dig it a fair bit, or at least more than I was expecting.
1: I'm always up for a surprise. You never know who, what I'm going to like dig I, into I and not.
0: No, but, um, this week's episode is also covering one piece, but this time we're doing the infamous four kids entertainment dub. And this is a dub that, uh, rather famously derailed One Piece's potential success in North America. So rather than talk about the history of One Piece yet again, because we already did it, uh, let's go into how 4Kids Entertainment, which it handled shows such as Pokemon and Yu-Gi-Oh! with great success, botched the release of one of Japan's most successful franchises. Excuse me, I had too much Diet Coke. 4Kids Entertainment was founded in 1970 by Mike Jermakian, originally under the name Leisure Concepts Incorporated. They started pitching cartoon and toy ideas to various companies, with one of their bigger successes being their involvement in the initial development of the hit cartoon, Thundercats. But in 1987, they partnered with Nintendo to market games for the Nintendo Entertainment System, including The Legend of Zelda. And this partnership would prove incredibly important a few years later, because in 1996, a little thing called Pokemon made its debut in Japan. And the company, now known as 4Kids Entertainment, had expanded into television production becoming involved with both marketing the Pokemon franchise to North American audiences, as well as producing the dub of the anime. Uh, now I don't need to tell you how successful Pokemon was when it debuted. I myself am a massive Pokemon fan, and we will inevitably cover that show. But I do have to credit 4Kids for their success in translating it to Western audiences, because the Pokemon cartoon, I know you didn't watch too much of it, Malcolm, but, you know, it's kind of kind of a big deal when it when it debuted in the 90s.
1: Yeah, I mean, I did see a little bit of it. It's probably, like, the first dub I've ever seen. It's um, just because it was so popular. It was a show that, like, everyone watched. It didn't matter if you knew about anime or not.
0: And and like you even said in the first episode, you didn't really even consider Pokemon to be anime.
1: That's true. I didn't didn't know that was considered anime. I thought it was, like... Japanese,
0: therefore it is anime. Anime just means cartoon. Uh, so yeah, while there were some infamous censorship and localization changes to the Pokemon anime, they had cut episodes, changed changed the name of Rice Balls to Jelly Donuts, despite not changing uh, the visual of the Rice Ball. Uh, given that the cartoon was already aimed towards 6- to 12-year-olds, those changes didn't seem particularly egregious to anyone. So it must be said that 4Kids wasn't the only stu- dubbing studio that made changes to their show's content when localizing Dragon Ball Z, which started off being produced by the Canadian Ocean Studios, only for Funimation to take over during its third season, had plenty of various changes to make it suitable for North American kids. However, they ended up biting off more than they could chew with One Piece. As we've already talked about in our previous episode, One Piece has murder, gun violence, smoking, and self-mutilation, and that's just in the first 50 episodes. And in a 2010 interview, Mark Kirk, senior VP of 4Kids, Revealed that four kids had acquired one piece as part of a package deal with other anime and they had screened the series they hadn't screened the series before acquiring it so big mistake on their part their intent was to adapt it as best they could until they could legally drop it. He also said the experience of producing one piece ruined the company's reputation and four kids entertainment for the record does not does no longer exist. Uh, so yeah let's deep dive into how four kids handled ruined uh adapted this series and i think the first thing we have to talk about before we even talk about the episode is the intro
1: that intro is absolutely insane well, i can't believe that they were like they it would say it's a, such a simple intro like the the version we saw last week and in this week they're like we're gonna make it hip and fun and stupid and like that's what it is even though it's like visually the same the song's crazy
0: yeah and in fact you know what let's just play the darn thing um because it it is a must and i'll say this the first 30 seconds not too bad they're adapting the um you know the um the kind of legend of gold roger that's not too bad was it malcolm you're like oh this is you know a little bit different but pretty much okay right
1: yeah i mean it's it's like the exact same spiel uh that he says in like the good version uh if in if anything you can make the argument that version just copied this version if this version came first um it's the song that then repeats everything that that opening monologue says that's re- is crazy yeah So th- let's just roll it
0: let's just roll it. sorry my computer's being a bit slow
1: there once was a man named Gold Roger who was king of the pirates. He had fame, power, and wealth beyond your wildest dreams. Before they hung him from the gallows, these were the final words he said.
0: My fortune is yours for the taking, but you'll have to
1: find it first. I left everything I owe in one piece. Ever since, pirates from all over the world set sail for the Grand Line, searching for one piece, the treasure that would make their dreams come true. Yo! yo, 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 yo!
0: So yeah, that uh, that intro, uh, I think that kind of defines everything about uh, what four kids did to this series.
1: Yeah, because what's pretty Well, I mean, this was produced in the '90s, I assume. No,
0: right? it was 2004. It came out.
1: This was 2004. Okay, because every influence I believe that like this show has is from like bands like Crazy Town, who are <laughs> famous for that song Butterfly, which I guess came around in that era, and like Limp Biscuit. Like, just, like, the, like, Limp Bizkit kind of style of music, the kid rock kind of style of, like, this, like, white rock rap-ish thing that I don't know why they did this, but they just repeated. Also, like, I was thinking about, like, that opening, like, monologue, and they're, like, they hung him from the gallows, which is a crazy opening for what is supposed to be a kid's show. I mean... (laughs) At least that's how how four kids... It's trying to make it right it's for kids
0: I mean they they keep some murder in this show. they do keep some murder as we'll get into some some of the murder is is maintained uh and but it's done so in like a Disney death way um so yeah what what was I just gonna say oh yeah for for audiences, yeah, we're adapting the same episodes we watched last time, although here's the thing, four kids cut twenty episodes out, they also edited other episodes into episodes, uh as we'll see in one of them we cover uh so we covered. We we covered four seventeen thirty five forty three, 17, 35, 43. And uh, considering our last episode we covered uh, in the previous podcast was 53, that already tells you how many cuts they made.
1: Yeah, I mean, like that, that was the thing where it was like, there are slight changes that I kept noticing where I was like, wait, am I actually watching the right thing? Like I was like, I know like these moments, some of these moments I'm like, I've clearly seen before. But okay. other moments I was like, oh, wait. Wait, was this part of it? There's
0: there's one episode in particular that uh, the first half is entirely stuff you did not see because they edited two episodes together. Um, And here's, yeah, the other thing too, these episodes average under 20 minutes. They're like 19.45 seconds as opposed to the ones we watched on Netflix, which were around 24 minutes. So even within the episodes, there's like subtle cuts and chops within those um, but yeah, yeah. Let's, let's get into the first, the most most significant difference uh between uh the four kids dub and Funimation's uh, much better dub. Uh accent.
1: All, oh my god. All, so all the accents, many accents. Uh, this is like uh, they were just like, hey, you can do the any accent you want. And guess what? Do it as badly as you want to. Because these are not good accents. Like this is like they got like people who had just finished like an improv program who are like, just like, who were just doing, who wanted to be there just to do accents because they think that's funny. Uh, those are the people that they hired and, to do the voices.
0: I do want to say, we, we don't really want to insult the actors too much. Clearly this was, you know, they they were definitely being directed to be, you know, it, this is a kid show, this is for six year olds. They're, they're not doing, again, what the Funimation dub did where they play it pretty melodramatically. They they were clearly given different directions and they were just following orders. And And multiple actors have also said this is, yeah, one of the worst projects they were ever involved in.
1: Yeah. No, I want to say that this is not like an indictment on the actors. I'm saying this is the indictment on the voices that they were doing. For sure. And that this should have like not have happened. <laughs> like it should have been like the minute someone outside of it heard it, it should have been like, hey guys, we need to redo this. Like it should have been like, hey, do you have another voice? Like, do you have another, like, way of doing this? Because you don't need to do it like that, right? Yeah,
0: yeah. and uh, so the first, the most major character in this episode, we're covering Luffy's origin, is Shanks. Uh, Shanks, I'll say this about the Funimation dubs. Their, their dubs can be a little bit boring. I'll say that. Like, I, I've watched many of their dubs, and I recognize a lot of the actors. They do sometimes kind of sound samey. They're, they all, they're all just doing American accents. Um, but yeah, Shanks in this goes from cool guy, kind of cool guy to, uh, Cockney British.
1: Yeah, I was like, is this Cockney British? Is this like New Zealand? Is this like Afrikaans Australian? Like, it kind of just bounces around. I mean, I assume it's more of in the British territory, but the fact that... I thought it was Australian
0: at first. I was corrected on Twitter when I read someone call it uh, Cockney British.
1: Okay, see... I would not. That would not have been my first guess. And that what? goes back to the improv comments that I was making. I, um, of like, it sounds just feels like, like someone trying to do an accent.
0: I I think he kind of just sounded like Andy
1: Serkis. See, I don't. I at this moment, as we're recording it, can't recall what Andy Serkis' actual uh, okay. voice I, is. I guess that's
0: Andy Serkis. All, I, all I know mm-hmm. is
1: I remember his Black Panther voice, and I remember his Lord of the Rings voice. And they're two very distinct, different voices. Okay,
0: so so uh, Shanks. Uh, where, where do you stand on Shanks? Uh, did Funimation do it better?
1: <laughs> I don't know. I mean, really? like, there's there's an element here where... Because I, like... I like bad watching, like, bad films. Like, I like watching, like, your Money Heists, your The Rooms, you know, your Neil Bren films. This felt like that just in comparison and where like the Funimation one um makes way more sense and it's it's better let's don't get me wrong yeah. it's better <laughs> but this one was so schizophrenic in terms of like the consistency of the accent but also the consistency of the character uh like in this episode shanks or janks is it shanks, shanks. or janks
0: Shanks. like he's gonna shank you but you know yeah, you so can't sh- think of that because it's a kid show
1: yeah so uh and that was the other thing where i was like wait am i mishearing this because i'm pretty confident it's shanks but i kept feeling like i heard a j sound um whereas with i guess shanks um he's like both like putting down luffy he's like you stupid kid and then also being like that kid's going places like it was just like (laughs) what is happening
0: and and because and the person who does um Shanks and the Funny Dub, um again, Funimation dub. When I say funny, I don't mean hilarious. Uh Funimation dub. Again, like he just his character is more consistent. And again, you just you kind of buy those shifts a lot more.
1: Yeah, well you it kind of feels more mentorish.
0: Mm-hmm. Like,
1: oh, this is a guy who's like it's a reluctant mentor. Well, um, you
0: know, he's, he's a war. He's a, no, he's not even a warlord of the sea. Correct me. Oh no. He's an emperor. He's one of the four emperors. So again, this guy's badass. So, you know, he's gonna, he's gonna hide some sides to himself. But yeah, Shanks is, uh, got something else. What do you think of the first character introduced though? Uh, Nami. I feel Nami's definitely the least, well, there's a couple, maybe one or two more, but Nami definitely among the least bad in this dub.
1: Yeah, I mean, Nami, it's just, it felt very, like, stereotypical, where they were like, do it the most, like, you know. She is, she,
0: again, she's not doing an embarrassing voice, but, you know, she's playing the girl as opposed to Nami in the Funimation dub, who, you know, you definitely see more of that, uh, that edge yeah, that she has.
1: It's treated as, like, just, yeah, play the girl rather than, like, no, play Nami the character. Mm-hmm um and even like the the three pirates that are like introduced in the like the beginning as well they speak in a very like oh, stereotypical pirate yeah. typical pirate voice and they literally say like i matey like they say like things like mate and matey to each I, other
0: i guess the thing and this is just this just came to me uh so correct me if i'm wrong i feel like one piece despite or at least in the funimation and you know when I say One Piece I'm talking the real One Piece. Um in One Piece even though it is like set in this kind of quasi fictional piratey world it doesn't it feels somewhat modern the tone, you know. It's set in a fantasy world but it's effectively modern day in that case. So again, they don't have to over accentuate anything, you know what I mean?
1: Yeah, I mean I just think of it as being more in like an you know, like an alternate reality where like they're pirates. You know, and they would not be su- it on
0: the pirate thing because that's just who everyone is. Everyone's either a pirate or a villager or a marine, basically.
1: Yeah, but I also wouldn't be surprised if they were like, "Oh, there's cell phones." Like, I wouldn't. That wouldn't be like. Uh, that wouldn't take me out uh, to the world necessarily.
0: Yeah, that's uh, well, they have snail phones. That's a that's something you missed out. Uh, but anyways, let's let's not get ahead of ourselves. So yeah, Nami again. She she's very much playing the girl. Shanks, Cockney Brit. Luffy, again, these, these, they just they're they're not necessarily doing the wrong take, but there's just something off, and it's like, how do we make Luffy somehow more annoying?
1: Yeah, I mean, I now like the question is, is is Luffy like an already annoying character, and like no matter what version you do, he's just gonna be annoying, or is it just that he is just just this is a bad take on it. Cause like, I almost felt like the voices were the same. Uh, yeah, Nami I mean, this and one Luffy, was more annoying, but it,
0: Nami and Luffy are pretty close to what they're doing. But I think yeah. it's just worse for both of them. They're doing the same thing, but it's just worse. It reminded me, there's an, there's an avatar, the last airbender episode where the characters go see a play. That's effectively a recap of the whole entire show. And they're watching actors play themselves. And again, like the Avatar Aang, like he's being portrayed as like voiced by a girl and just super annoying and just all the worst impulses of that character. And it felt, this felt like watching that. It felt like watching a parallel version of like, how do we make this worse?
1: Yeah, I mean, this is the parallel version. I guess right? it was Where...
0: actually the original. It was the, again, this is how North American audiences were exposed to One Piece if they weren't reading Shonen Jump magazine at Seven Eleven.
1: Yeah, I mean it's so weird because obviously there's a good version now. There is. But yeah, this but that it's, this was Yeah, this this was the first introduction is is insane <laughs> cuz this usually like you'd be like, "Oh yeah, they did this version, this is the other one." Like you it's kind of weirdly swapped.
0: Uh yeah, uh, exactly. It's it's the, yeah, it's the weird version first and then the good version 3 years later on a channel nobody watches basically. Uh, which is why again one piece isn't just doesn't have that cachet in the west but anyways, yeah, let's move on to like some of some of the other major changes um yeah luffy the the whole interaction with like uh Luffy Haguma the bear, and Shanks in the bar is like somewhat similar, except they're clearly avoiding all the alcohol references uh Haguma who has like is this southern accent what 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 the hell is Haguma doing he's doing like this Bad, roughneck,
1: roughneck accents. Yeah, it's like a weirdly, like, it's, yeah, like, it's, I would say it's more of, like, a, a roughneck, almost rednecky voice. Yeah. But it's not quite, like, again, it's, like, not uh, there. It's a little bit indistinguishable. Um,
0: it's and not there. Yeah. But, yeah, they, but,
1: can't but, yeah, they. they they do avoid all the alcohol by being like, we drank the bar. Like, it's like, no, oh, you just missed stuff. it.
0: I want your strong stuff. And I'm waiting for them to say apple juice because there is, go, this is going forward to an d- episode we did not watch, but Sanji, who is a cook and his debut is working in a restaurant and the character uh, refers to uh, the wine as like grapefruit juice. And he's like, oh, it's a 38. So they don't go that <laughs> far. They will go that far, but they don't go that far in this one
1: no and because it's so obviously a bar like if i you know i mean obviously kids don't really understand it and like it's i you know i think of it like you know most kids won't understand like these adult references right because they just have no base for it so like if it is at a bar you don't really know what a bar is because unless you're like dad's a bartender or your parents own a bar Mm -hmm. like your chances are of you being exposed to that environment is not um
0: And so, you know, then, it's
1: like, a, you know, watching The Simpsons when you're young and, you know, Homer's at Moe's. And honestly, I just thought Moe's was like, when I was young, like, I, uh, just like a random restaurant. Yeah. Like, I didn't so, put together that this was like um, alcohol establishment first.
0: And so, uh, so what's next? Yeah. Um, they refer to the devil fruit. This, this is like a, a quick reference. I, I had to pick it up a second time. They refer to the devil fruit as the curse fruit uh because yeah you can't say devil
1: yeah i think one of those weird things where people like when you say like jesus christ they're like you're swearing and you're like that's the, yeah, no, the swear
0: no devil fruits curse fruits uh but again as as far as changes i don't find that one as egregious um and then we get to the fun stuff um the confrontation with the outside uh this is one of the most infamous changes and it's it's terrible uh So yeah, Shanks gets confronted by one of Haguma's men. And, uh, as in the Funimation in the original, uh, again, someone points a gun to Shanks' head, except now, now it's a cap gun and it's got like a cork in it. So, you know, it can't do anything to him. What do you think of that?
1: Yeah. And, and Shanks, well, Shanks says like, you know, if you you can't point point it that close, it'll, it'll malfunction. And you're like, that's not how guns work. Um, (laughs) It's yeah, it's just a weird thing where again, visually they can't change it like you know, well, they, no
0: visually they changed it there's a there's clearly a cork in the gun, and they also did change the images of guns
1: they they their photo
0: like well,
1: I, I guess they changed like those subtly, but like they just for whatever reason they're like, we can't change the scene like we can't just, oh, yeah like, can't go that far. It and reanimate the scene so they're making these subtle changes that really don't work it's like not what's the? There's, they don't work and they just don't make sense um and again a kid's not gonna necessarily pick up on that i think a kid would because... pick up
0: on this stuff or if they don't pick up on it they're gonna think this is dumb i think those are your two options they either pick up on it and they're like oh this show is dumb
1: yeah i guess they would pick up on it because if you're saying this is like what 2004 Four. this was released and, and dragon Chances ball z guests are... like Chances are the kids watching it are, like, between 6 and, like, 14 or older. Yeah, 6 to 14. Um, But at that that point, there'd be, like, chances are they'd be, uh, they played Goldeneye and they played Halo and they probably have played the first Call of Duty. So, uh that this was a stupid choice
0: <laughs> it's a stupid choice and yeah shank points out oh yeah you bet you better not put it close to me it can still malfunction even though there's there's a cork in this uh gun and then yeah um again lucky rue he saves the day he saves shanks although as shanks quickly points out that was just a cap gun not a real gun so shanks shanks's uh friend did not murder someone
1: <laughs> yeah no this one it's like there's despite the trail of bodies it's uh they're all fine. They're all going to go up. It was just, they were just playing around.
0: Yeah. uh, Lucky Rue, his voice I didn't notice to be egregious at all. I think Yasop was a bit more annoying. Um, Who else? Ben Beckman. So here's the thing. Ben Beckman, I think he's a cool character visually, but his lines never registered to me when I watched uh, the original version. But his voice, and again, I had to watch this multiple times because I thought they changed Ben Beckman's dialogue. The guy who, you know, um, knocks knocks the uh, Higuma's men with uh, the butt of his rifle. I thought they changed his dialogue. No, the dialogue is pretty much all the same, except they've just given him this super super deep voice.
1: Yeah, I mean that's more in line with like what you'd almost expect from that. Like like in the a live in the live action version, it's likely going to be a guy with a super deep voice who does. Yeah, that, so. I guess
0: I guess it's again, not... the Funimation voices are just more subtle, and they're they're playing it for you know they're not playing it for live action but you know what i mean they're trying to play it somewhat realistically
1: yeah i mean they're playing it in a way that's like well let's focus on the story and the characters and not get distracted by the theatrics of the performances
0: and and i should also note the soundtracks to uh to the four kids dub uh are entirely different they they use completely different music
1: i did notice that and i was like wait the music's different like cuz like even the end credits of each episode are different like in terms of like this like the credits of this dub is uh well they're high, like they're like upbeat yeah it's it's all this stuff whereas like and i've noticed this with a lot of the shows we've covered usually the credits of the shows are very introspective it's like i for think sure. uh, i i went back and i looked at the end credits for uh the uh, the the version uh, we saw that was on Netflix and it's yeah it's kind of uh, Luffy just standing kind of looking into the distance and it's yeah. kind of playing somber music where this one is like this upbeat like the adventure continues.
0: Yeah exactly and they also those endings also feature um, original animation as well and yeah the, the endings are songs to themselves and they're, they're you know <laughs> again they they just go. The adventure continues with just a montage of just images. Um, and again, though these these those credits were made to be put into a corner when they're watched on Fox Kids, basically. And you know you see the bumper for the next show.
1: Well, what's funny about what the version we watched is that uh, I, at least in some of the episodes they had the ads, like because this was from, oh yeah because um, we're,
0: we're watching. Clearly... These, uh... Not, not necessarily legally, but to be fair, 4Kids uh, Entertainment does not exist, so I, I don't think anyone's going to go after us. We, we found these yeah. uh, through the interwebs.
1: Yeah, So and they, and they would show it was uh, YTV, which is a kid's channel in Canada, which I would say is basically the Nickelodeon of Canadian television, sure. no, whereas Family nostalgia. Channel is the Disney Channel.
0: A lot of nostalgia for YTV.
1: Yeah, so there there's this element of, yeah, of nostalgia. We're both Canadians. We were both grew up here. Um, and yeah, there's this nostalgia of like, oh, it's YTV. And it's like up next, it's like Pokemon Chronicles or up next is Naruto. Um, I, you know, that was kind of fun to see. Because it's, you know, that's the one disadvantage of like, when you watch just a lot of streaming content now is you don't get those like graphics that pop up being like, you should stick around for, you know, this random show.
0: For sure. And then um yeah. yeah, all right. I think uh what el- what else is there? I mean Naguma gets the uh Nuguma gets the same death basically.
1: Yeah, I didn't there wasn't, you know, it was it was probably a little less graphic. Um but yeah, it's I mean it's the same Yeah death. He,
0: he gets that same uh, Disney death. Um Shanks again, he still loses an arm. They they don't say, Oh, I lost my prosthetic arm. I was waiting for something like that.
1: Yeah. You'd think like, Oh, I already lost it. But like, and then it wouldn't make sense why Luffy's crying. Like that would be the one thing it's like, if he knew it was already a prosthetic, like why would Luffy be crying? But in this one, it's like way more like dismissive than before where yeah. it's just like, where I think I wrote it down. um, The line that he said, uh, yeah, it was, um, uh, um, uh, I guess, well, I forgot, I didn't write what he said, but he was just like, oh, it's just an arm.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's what Shanks says in, in the uh, the original, but also the actor, of course, he just plays it as, you know, him comforting Luffy. And again, Shanks in that original is just a badass, you know?
1: Yeah, I mean, in that version, yeah, there's like more of a comforting tone where this one, it was like, almost as a joke, like, ah, I just lost an arm. Stop yeah. crying, you little bitch. Like, that's... <laughs> how I felt the tone was. Yeah.
0: And so again, uh, this, this ends the, the Luffy's origin portion. And yeah, I didn't really focus too much on the, uh, the present day stuff, Um, but it felt more sped through because again, these episodes are missing like four minutes each. So they're doing like clearly some subtle edits of just trying to get to the next uh, sequence.
1: Yeah. I mean, they're just, you know, they're trying to like get through like that time constraint that I guess, Cable television has, which is you got to make sure those episodes are under 20 minutes. When in reality, it's really 23 minutes. Yeah,
0: I know. So so they're short even by that standard. So yeah, I think we can move on to the next episode. The next episode, to be fair, features the least amount of changes. Uh, I don't think we're going to talk too much about this one, the, the Gaimon episode.
1: Yeah, this one was basically the same.
0: Yeah, I mean... Like,
1: it was actually a more streamlined in a way that like I liked it a little bit more. They did okay. take out a little bit of the, the fluff, but it wasn't like when I say that, I I say that more from a structural point of view and not from like a content point of view.
0: Yeah. Uh, um. Like it just. Yeah. Go on. How, how do How do you
1: feel this, streamlined? Um, I th- I you know I think it was just. Um, I don't know. I it's hard to describe because it's all like all the changes are so subtle. Mm. Uh, like I just like I guess it just flowed a little faster. Like this one was like, oh, it's uh, you know, it just ha- you know everything happened. And I don't know. Maybe that's my bias from the fact that I had already watched this episode True or not. and like rewatching it. It's like, oh, maybe it's just because I knew all the beats already. Um, but. Yeah, it just was. um, Yeah.
0: So I I think let's go into like the the two characters who have a bit more to say. For one thing, Usopp, who was introduced, who was introduced to us at least in this one, Um, again, a character who is just—they just find a way to make Usopp more annoying. That voice is just played so um, up in this version.
1: Yeah, you know, like that. That was the one voice where I was like. Well, it's not the one voice, but it wasn't. Uh, we'll it get was to the one
0: voice. voice. Well, there's another one coming up. Um, yeah, no, but, and I was
1: gonna say, I was like, it's not that voice. It's, uh, no, yeah, where this was, I was like, ah, oh, that's the choice. Really? Yeah, and that's and, the,
0: and again, it makes sense. I don't think that voice for Usopp. Again, they're playing him so cowardly. I'm like, no, that's not necessarily a choice that an actor wouldn't make. But it's just so annoying. And again, the 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 actor who embodies him in the Funimation dub is just able to capture those aspects, but to a more subtle degree. Like, yeah, Usopp is a coward. That's part of the story. He is kind of an annoying dude who's always kind of scheming in his own Usopp ways. But yeah, this uh, four kids dub is just like, let's just play up the coward aspect and have him quiver in basically everything he says. Oh, I can't hear you. Ah, I can't hear you.
1: Hold on, can you
0: hear me? I can hear you now. Yeah. state uh, re- okay. your next point.
1: Okay. Um, I was going to say um, he sounds like he's constantly about to be in a jump scare.
0: Yeah, that that's a good way of putting it.
1: Like, and it's, uh, and I was also thinking about like just before what you're saying, like how do they streamline it? I think a, a clip that like stands out uh, to me now is. Uh, they in this like they they read there's like a scene where they're like he says he's been painting for 50 years and in the uh netflix uh version i I watched they like cut to the other characters making fun of him for saying that but in this uh one they just stay on a shot of uh of him uh and then the insults are kind of coming off screen it's like stuff like that
0: yeah Um, interesting noticed. but he still keeps the same joke about him doing it for 50 years so it's like oh they kept that i'm always surprised more by what they keep because I'm, I'm always under the assumption that they're changing everything but i'm like oh they actually kept that one um
1: yeah and you have to wonder and that's where i like i go and wonder like was that because this is the original and not you know and not no the, i think they uh, just took it from the manga second...
0: or or was or was from you the know manga? the animation scripts original animation scripts
1: possibly. But I was going to say it does work as like a joke and like outlining the character, so it's like one of those things of like if it ain't broke, don't Which
0: fix it. They they could have used they could have used that note a lot more. Um Zolo, yeah. Zolo, Zolo's a name change. We have quite a few name changes, uh but Zolo is definitely one. Uh The the character of Zoro is not copyrighted, um but I guess they're like we don't want people to think he's the Zoro or I mean, I don't know. I think Zoro is a cool name. I don't care if it's really, if it's a reference to another famous character. I think that just makes him cooler.
1: Yeah, well, I, I don't think people are looking at Zoro and going, what a ripoff. Like, what a Because r- he's not like – he doesn't look like the guy. And also, like, when I think of Zoro, I don't think of him as well, – like, I know he uses a sword, but I'm more like thinking of him as, like, someone with, like, a whip. Oh. Um, I think there's like a like, for whatever reason, it's like, ah – I think there's like those family guy jokes of like Zorro being a creep where he's like uses the whip to like take clothes off someone uh, yeah. or like, or there's like a, a Simpsons episode actually, just a better example yeah. of uh, Homer and I think he's got this belt and he like does vigilante justice. And he, like, was, is he able to do something with his belt? And he, like, basically becomes Zoro. But then uh, for uh, – because Zoro also, like, writes his name on a wall usually. Yeah. And, like, this time around, he uses uh, – Homer uses mustard and then uh, puts mustard on the wall, if I'm not mistaken. I could be wrong. Correct me. Um, but, yeah. I don't – like I said, it's not – like, it's just in pop culture that I think most people are aware of Zoro. But, like, there hasn't been a true Zoro –
0: there was a Zoro movie. There were, there were some Zoro movies around the 2000s. There, there were two Antonio I, movies. Oh, but, uh, yeah,
1: I guess. But it's still, like, it's, it's, was, they weren't like, my God. Like, they didn't like penetrate the cultural uh, conversation like a pirate's did at the time. The it's
0: pirates an unnecessary movie. change because I think Zoro, for one thing, is just a cool name. It just sounds cooler. And I, I don't care if it's a reference or not. If it is a reference, which it clearly is, it's a cool one. And it makes Zoro the character seem cooler, in my opinion
1: i agree and i and zolo just doesn't sound like a real name
0: yeah um and weirdly enough it sounds more english than zoro like again it sounds like you're like it sounds the opposite it's like oh no you would translate zoro from zolo like it sounds like you know that type of thing
1: yeah you don't you don't the jump to zolo yeah it's in reverse you're right i agree with that It,
0: it feels like that um Again, the, the the voice actor doing uh, Zoro. So hello, Zorro In the... I'm just gonna call him Zoro, folks. Sorry, I'm I'm re- I'm refusing to adapt uh, to that change. The the actor doing Zoro in this dub, he, he handles himself well. Again, for me, I just I think Christopher Sabat in the Funimation dub just does a better job of just like to me, Zoro is a bit of an asshole. He's he's a dude who just likes to sleep and drink and fight, and this. This Zoro is responsible again. It, he's kid show Zoro. He's like, "Yeah, Luffy, I'm your best friend."
1: Yeah, like it's a it's a very like surface level, you know. Like I think in rating there's that rule of like show don't tell. But in this case, this dub is all about telling and kind of showing.
0: Yeah, and. And you know, I, I did just watch the clip. Uh, you didn't get around to it because it was only a, a couple minutes. The the clip where um, Zorro fights Mihawk, and yeah, Mihawk has a uh, terrible, terrible French accent because the series, this dub loves accents. And um, when Zorro fights him, uh, this this is pretty much to be expected. There is no blood when uh, he gets his ass whooped.
1: Yeah, no, there's. It's very much, uh, like, all that kind of gores out in this version.
0: And and on top of that, too, uh, uh, Mihawk's um, sword is, like, shaped almost like a cross. Like, it has two very prominent cross guards. And they edit those cross guards down so it doesn't look religious, I guess. They wanted it to, to, to tone down. It's, I don't even consider it a religious reference. I think it's just cool to have a dude with a massive cross guard sword
1: uh yeah you know, they're probably... word... hm yeah they don't they're they're clearly concerned that kids are going to be like what are those crosses and what is the crusades and then the parents are like how dare one piece teach religion to my children
0: and, and it's 2004 everyone knows christianity is the only true religion so of course he should have of course, you should, for, have yeah, I mean, of course you should have the cross 2004 George Bush declared Christianity as the state religion of, of the United States. Um, so, yeah, again, just unnecessary censorship in there. But, yeah, as as far as the Gaimon episode, uh, not a ton of it. Um, they changed the look of his gun, I noticed, to look less like a gun.
1: Yeah, they, they, that was a subtle change that I also picked up on. I mean, he doesn't really even use the gun. He shoots at in... Luffy. He shoots at Luffy. Oh yeah. He, oh he yeah, Luffy. he does shoot at Luffy, because Lugi does have um he like because of his rubber body, it like yeah. just kind of doesn't pierce.
0: Yeah, and then um they also changed the Jack in uh, the Box joke. Um the Jack in the Box joke is not present, instead it's a heart of gold. And it's just so much more awkward. It's like, yeah, you're a jack in a box. Is your name also? And then Gaimon's like, no, oh. and instead like, you're a heart you're Again, it just I can't even remember it, but I'm just like, why are you like going through the trouble of doing a heart of gold joke instead?
1: Yeah, is that even a reference to something? Uh, like, is that his like, heart of a gold? A-
0: so you're a chest. You must have a heart of gold. And then also they change the interaction with Zoro, who again makes the same jack-in-the-box crack in the original. But then instead he's like, you're a chest. And then Luffy makes the joke a second time. It's not Luffy who makes it. It's not Zoro who makes the joke a second time. It's Luffy repeating it. And Gaimon gets mad at him for repeating it. Again, it's just so much more confusing than it needs to be.
1: I didn't even pick up on that. That's, I picked up uh... on
0: that because I like the Jack in the Box joke. It's dumb, but it works. And it also made sense.
1: Yeah, this one's says it's a stretch to be like, I guess you're in a chest, so that chest must have gold in <laughs> it <laughs> I'm like, I'm, I'm, even though later I'm, in this episode they realize all the chests that are on top of this like hill yeah a lot uh, are all empty
0: i was so worried or not worried but eager to find out like i was like oh are they gonna change it to luffy just being like yeah i'll give it to you and then it's empty but no they they keep that portion um
1: yeah this one they're a little like they l- make luffy a little less mean about it because yeah, he's like there, there's like this whole sequence where it's uh and uh, which I kind of talked about last week where you know there's this like oh you know I, it's mine I'm going to take it and all the, the rest of the crew has to be like no you you know don't be this way and then like then it's like oh it's a joke this time around it's like I'm going to keep it and they're like no and then it's like I'm joking like it's yeah it's it's boring. way
0: quicker it's there's there's less of a build up um and then yeah, again
1: but, the streamlined version of that, this they're, episode are,
0: they're, they're trying to cut this down to 20 minutes so they can sell children more toys yeah. Uh, I don't think anyone bought any, bought any One Piece toys, though, at least not not during that era. Um, so, yeah. Uh, otherwise, though, this episode, again, it, it's pretty much the same. There's not – we we had to really nitpick uh, the things for this. And, you know, again, we were mostly just talking about the voices, uh, so we don't have to talk about them in the next one. Um,
1: I Actually, I guess the oh. one thing that I also noticed, just to kind of go back, is the flashback of Gaiman – uh go getting put in uh putting himself into the chest he like talks about like hey guys and like references that he was with a bunch of other people and they all just abandoned him on the island and i was like wait did they make that reference in the last step like the in the other version or is this, so. like, that, a that's like-
0: this is what i remember because i've watched that episode a lot
1: yeah, because that was the one thing where it's like, wait, is it just because I've seen so many, like, all these episodes? Like, they're all melding together now. They are,
0: exactly. Uh, I know. I've seen these episodes so many times when I was doing research for this. Um, but yeah, otherwise, it's mostly kept intact. This episode definitely had the uh, the least objectionable content. Uh, let's get into the next one. Oh, yeah. Other, by the way, Gaiman's voice actor? Great. He did a good job. I, I believed him.
1: Yeah, this one was fine. Like, this fine. was, like, there's, you can't really complain about it. It's you did like. a good
0: job. Um, so yeah. Next episode, uh, the infamous Arlong episode. And, uh, there were plenty of changes. I'll get into some changes that you didn't even witness. Uh, but you definitely knew about because you kind of were somewhat aware of the backstory of that arc. Uh, for one thing, Nami's, uh, parental figure, Bellemere, who they call, who they call Bellmere in this. Again, weird, weird localizations. Um. Belmere in this was not killed. She was just put in a dungeon, and nobody ever saw her again. And Nami didn't bother to rescue her when the arc ended.
1: Oh my God, <laughs> that's yeah. hilarious.
0: There, there's also a scene um, in the arc where um, it plays out in the original where uh, Nami step Nami has to basically kill um, Usopp to to save him. So what she does is she stabs Usopp, but what. Arlong and his friends don't notice that she puts her hand in front of the knife so she just hurts herself and doesn't kill and, uh gotta make,
1: sure, gotta make sure she commits self-mutilation somehow. Oh yeah,
0: oh, yeah. the other self-mutilation that occurred is, isn't even the first one. So yeah, we, that was the second time she mutilated herself. Um, the, uh, the stabbing Yusop is the first self-mutilation. Um, but in this one, Usopp just happens to have a rubber knife. So they do that instead. Uh, they use a yep. rubber knife to uh, to kill him. Anyways, yeah. Um, Arlong's voice is quite a bit different. Um, I don't think it's bad, per se. They're using some modulation effect. Um, they use that modulation effect quite a bit. I don't know if it works.
1: Yeah, I mean, it did take me out of it, but it was also, like, yeah, very obvious. And again, it, it felt very, like, 90s, I guess, early 2000s to do something like that for a character like Arlong.
0: Yeah, there's no modulation in really any of the the animation dub that I've seen so far. Um, And I I prefer, it's funny, when I actually watched these episodes initially, I I didn't prefer um, Arlong's uh, pro wrestler-like voice in that funny dub, but it definitely grew on me.
1: Wait, so you like that, this version more?
0: No, I mean... I I prefer Arlong's Pro Wrestler voice in the Funimation dub. This one is a bit more higher pitched, and it's got the weird modulation.
1: Yeah, I think anytime you, like, if you can just do it with, like, someone's actual voice that doesn't need a lot of, like, yeah, tune-up, that's always a better choice than, like, hey, I got to, like, we're going to add effects after the lines are delivered.
0: For sure. And uh, uh, let's talk about Sanji. Let's talk about Sanji. What did they do to my voice,
1: Sanji? (laughs) <laughs> that voice is absolutely that's the craziest voice and um, like
0: yeah like, terrible brooklyn accent
1: that's a brooklyn accent because i was kind of like wrong. like i this is again goes back to my like that was that's like someone being like let's do can you like they just asked some random person off the side of the street they're like can you do an italian accent and that they the person does whatever uh, accent uh, Sanji uses. I guess that Brooklyn accent. They're like, "That's our guy um, mm-hmm. or girl." Or and, they, them. Also, um, they,
0: they definitely changed the script involving Sanji because when Usopp is talking to, they clearly cut the scene down because I remember it being way longer um, with Sanji and Usopp. And um, Usopp is basically like, "Oh yeah, Sanji." Um, I'm really glad you're not siding. You're a chef. So I'm really glad you didn't side with the fish instead of us or something like that. I'm just like, he- he's almost implying that like so- Sanji would have sex with a fish basically.
1: Yeah. I mean, that's like, that's such a weird moment. I was like that. Or is like, is Sanji like a vegetarian and like refuses to cook meat? Like, is that like this? Yeah, like, it's a weird implication as to why you would say that. And it's like, Oh, is this supposed to be just a joke? Cause if it is a joke, it, it falls it, super in,
0: theory, in theory, it is a joke. It does not work at all, and it's weird, and it made me think about things that I shouldn't be thinking about. Uh, and Sanji seems to reciprocate. He's he's kind of just like, yeah, yeah, I agree. Good thing you had me on my side. And also, um, Sanji, for one thing, Sanji, an avid smoker, is not smoking. He now has a lollipop.
1: Yeah, because, you know, you can't show cigarettes. Uh, to children. And yeah. I don't hate that choice. I'm always, I mean, I'm not a big, uh, I don't smoke, but yeah. uh, I'm always, I always kind of like like a different way of like, oh, what if you replace the cigarette with something else, but uh, Lollipop,
0: though. Sanji's just chewing on lollipops all the time.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's better than being like, oh, man, he's got another thing of black licorice in his mouth or something like that.
0: Ah, uh, man, just, I mean, listen, man, Sanji's just a cool, cool 15, 16-year-old. He just wants to smoke all the time. Um, he's a cool dude. And then, yeah, so I was, again, the part we were most excited for was how the hell do they adopt, um, Nami's other self-mutilation where she, uh, tries to, uh, stab herself with that that tattoo. And I didn't even know about the rubber knife until I did my research. Um, and I, but I thought like, oh, maybe she'll just hit herself with a rubber knife. Um, nope. It just, it just isn't present at all. I was very, yeah, I was waiting.
1: (laughs) I was waiting for it, and it, when it didn't happen, I was like, mm-hmm. wait, what? But yeah. I also completely get why they were like, that's it, because it's an intense scene. Even as, like, an adult watching it, I was like, oh, it's this one of my uh, hard dub. to watch. so
0: good. Uh, I knew they wouldn't do it, but I was hoping they would just try to do it in the, in the dumbest way possible. Oh, and let, let's also talk about pinwheel man, uh, Ginzo, um, again, who did not have an accent in the Funimation dub. Now he's, a, now he's got a Spanish accent.
1: Yeah, and it's it's not as crazy as San, uh, Sanjay's. Sanji is. Sanji? Sanji? Sanji, yeah. Sanji. Uh, Sanji's accent. It still doesn't really make any sense as to why he's got this accent when everyone else on the island doesn't have that accent. That's the
0: other thing, too. Wouldn't Nami, who grew up on this village, also have this accent?
1: Yes. So, yeah. unless there's an implication that this guy was from somewhere else, came to the island, and then became the actually, sheriff.
0: Actually, no, never mind, never mind, because Arl, uh, Nami was a orphan, then uh, Belamir saved her. Actually, her time on that island wasn't super long, because, again, Arlong made her, um, you know, one of his captives. So, okay, uh, scratch that. But that being said, Nami's sister, who lived on the island, does not have that accent either.
1: None, none of the villagers have that accent, except so, for Pinwheel Guy.
0: It, yeah, so I don't know, maybe maybe he came to the place when he was when he was older and already had it. But that being said, again, it's- You know, I,
1: I will say this, we're putting way more thought into this than the guys who came up with this stuff.
0: I think they were just like, he has a mustache and, you know, he's a little darker complexion, let's make him from Spain. I think that is as far as it went.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: um, so yeah, um, and again, we still have the moment where, you know, um, Luffy and the Straw Hats, they they go rescue Nami- but again, because they didn't use the the original score, they have their own uh, super kid-friendly score. It just ruins the moments. It's it's like hero music for children.
1: Well, yeah, because like in the uh, in last week, it's like that whole moment is like a big moment for Luffy in terms of. Are you talking about when like when Luffy they're when they're
0: kind of you know doing that kind of hero moment of them walking to to Arlong's?
1: Uh, yeah. Oh, I was just gonna say before that when. Uh, uh nami is um
0: oh yeah comforted by luffy
1: it's comfy yeah uh that whole moment's like played very silently it's a little extended and luffy's like no i'm doing this because you're my friend uh this time around it feels like they both have to be like you're my friend i'm your friend you're my friend i'm your friend and then we go to this like oh i'm gonna we're gonna all fight together except obviously nami's not gonna fight and there's uh, also no
0: flashback in that either there's no flashback so if you're a kid who again like streaming did not exist or not exist to the extent that it exists now so if you were a kid and you did not see the episode that shows the significance of that hat uh you don't know you're just like oh luffy's just giving her his hat it means nothing
1: yeah it's there's no like hey like just do a quick flashback of like you know shanks and the hat it's like no it's just here's a hat and now we're gonna fight, and here's not so badass music.
0: And yeah, uh, Johnny and Yosaku—they don't get that good joke of like, oh yeah, we fought him, and you know he beat us, but it wasn't that bad. You know, they cut that joke out, which I thought was a really awesome joke.
1: Yeah, this one they just kind of been like, yeah, you shouldn't go in. They kicked our asses. You're know, like, what? It's not like why? Then why have this whole exchange? Like part of the whole exchange was the joke. Yeah, it's just like the yeah, lamest and- version of it.
0: And again, you know, you, you only saw jo- Johnny and his buddy in, in this one episode. But again, you, you could agree with me. They had quite a bit of flavor, even in that one appearance.
1: Yeah, I guess that you could tell that there was definitely more going on. But I mean, obviously, I haven't seen any episodes outside of these four. So um, I don't have a, as much context as you yeah. do. Yeah, I just thought I'm the actors themselves just
0: did a good job, though.
1: They're not bad.
0: Not the four kids ones. I'm talking the funny ones. I don't know. I guess you never remember. But yeah, so we get, we get, we get the hero moment. And because of the terrible music that this soundtrack uses, it um, doesn't play well.
1: No, it's just like, again, it almost feels like they just like were like, can we find some royalty-free music to play over this? And then they found something. And then they're like, that's good enough uh like that's that's kind of the vibe of this whole dub is that it's a lot of like that is good enough (laughs) like um good enough yeah
0: and yeah let's move on to to our final episode because yeah we're not do this is not gonna be a two-hour one because you already we already covered one piece extensively so let's let's speed to it um again this episode though half of it you did not see because they combined two episodes
1: yeah, that was uh, unsettling because I was like, "Wait, Am I, I right think one? I'm watching." What's
0: it? Oh, were you like, "Am I watching the right episode?"
1: Yeah, that's exactly it. I was like, "Oh wait, I don't know what this episode is," um, uh, because uh, because this episode starts with Luffy about to get beheaded by uh, the clown pirate.
0: Buggy, how, how do you think of this buggy? What, what do you think of this uh, this take on buggy?
1: so much more menacing. This really? is, like, Pennywise territory. At least, like, because you, like, I th- I think of, like, the first episode where Buggy makes a slight appearance, and it's like, this kind of horrifying shot. I mean, it's the same shot between yeah. uh, this version and uh, the Netflix version, but uh, it's just, like, shoot him out of the sky is what he says, but it's, like, this, like, kind of, like, really up close and you don't mm-hmm. see his mouth move, and uh, this time around it's, like, oh, at least in this moment, yeah. um he's and he's got the well, voice it.
0: modulation too
1: he does and it's not does not work but at least like yeah there's like a little bit more of like a scariness to him yeah. but that kind of goes away as the episode goes along
0: yeah and you know if he still turns into a car um Alveda, um uh, buggy's uh like co captain or whatever she's given a southern accent because again this the show loves accents there's a lot of southern accents um you didn't get to meet nico robin who's the final crew member of this of this series basically they also gave her a southern accent because she wore a cowboy hat in one of her appearances so like oh cowboy hat southern accent
1: i just wish that they would be like hey we're gonna try a utah accent or hey what's a montana accent like it's always just like southern and Um, i'm not against
0: accents i think again one piece is this huge world it could lend itself to that but again they're just so overplayed and it takes you out of it
1: yeah it's because there's no consistency to it like it's no like these people have this kind of voice and these people have that kind of voice like geographically uh instead it's just like what hey uh can you do a brooklyn accent no you can't you're hired or like hey do you want to do a cockney accent oh what's that it kind of sounds like new zealand doesn't matter you got the job kid like it's just that kind of energy is playing throughout this entire dub.
0: Yeah, and um, I, sh- I, di- I failed to point this out, but the uh, the place where Luffy's about to be executed is also the place where Gold Roger was executed um, when he died. And so again, that place is supposed to have this huge significance, um, and the fact that Luffy survives it is like a sign that he's the heir to Gold Roger, basically. One, one of many signs that, you know, Luffy, Luffy is destined for greatness. But again, this just runs completely over it.
1: I did kind of notice like because uh because of that opening I did was like that the it did look familiar but I didn't necessarily want to say that. But that's kind of cool that they do have that yeah, throwback. Yeah, and that's,
0: that's part of the original series. I just I just failed to iterate that uh the last time. So I want for those for those listeners you were going to correct me or add now now I've done it. Um but also they changed the location of this place. Uh this place in the original it's called Logtown. They call it Rogetown cuz I guess they were reading it as log, not log, so they're like, "Oh, Logtown? that's us uh, that's, uh, let's uh, Romanize that and make it Rogetown, Town." Which eh, that's not the worst change, Rogetown, because there are a bunch of rogues. Sure,
1: actually, makes more sense than Logtown.
0: Yeah, so we'll, we'll give them that change. Not not the worst change.
1: That's that. Yeah, they get a little check mark for that in a okay. sea of x's they get a little check mark
0: yeah and uh let's talk about another name change because smoker because his whole thing is smoking two cigars it's called chaser
1: <laughs> which is a kind of a weird like because that's also like could be construed as like um like an alcohol reference or like a, you know stro- you know tobacco alcohol reference because like ch- you know you usually like you gotta take a shot and then you chase it with something. So I'm like, oh, chaser. Like, I see just a guy who drinks now. Uh, it's such a weird, it's a weird change.
0: Yeah, a, a weird change. Um, and yeah, he doesn't have his cigarettes uh, or cigars. So it just looks like he has bad breath. That's why the smoke is coming out of his mouth.
1: Yeah, it's like he's constantly eating garlic and yeah. not swallowing.
0: And you know the voice actor. I didn't find them particularly particularly bad. Particularly memorable. Like they also, for one thing, they call um, Dragon by name. So that's actually a spoiler. So they call Dragon by name multiple times, which is supposed to be a secret.
1: Really? I see. I didn't pick up on that.
0: Yeah. Um, instead, he's just kind of "oh you" uh, in the original, because uh, yeah. Uh,
1: Who's dragon like what is dragon the is the
0: mysterious guy who protects um luffy and
1: oh we th- we said in the last episode we, that's luffy's dad,
0: yeah, spoiler alert <laughs> uh, but you know what? we already talked about it yeah,
1: but you know I, I, here's the thing if you're listening to this episode before listening to the previous episode i'm- sh- I'm surprised you're doing that <laughs> Dear yeah. listener.
0: and what else uh there's not- there's a couple other characters who, who are not present. But they had name changes, so I just want to go over them. Um, Edward Newgate, who is also known as Whitebeard and is a is an incredibly important character of the series, is called instead of Edward, he's called Ward. I don't know why they changed that. See, Ed- that's
1: like the that's like the Chris, you know, like uh, like the you know, like Topher Grace, like should actually just be called Chris Grace because his actual name is Christopher, but he decided to go by Topher and not. Chris.
0: But Edward Newgate is a cool name and Ward Newgate just sounds again it sounds like the opposite. It sounds like Edward Newgate would be the American uh version of
1: that. Yeah. I also don't feel like there's a lot of Edwards in this show so I'm like why It's not like Edwards like an uncommon name in like North America. It's like a pretty common name. Very Co- like uh, my
0: my mom's lawyer is named Edward. He's a very good man. Um Some of these changes, man, they changed all of uh, Luffy's moves. Gum-Gum Pistol was called Gum-Gum Blast. Uh, Gum-Gum Pistol Shotgun was called Gum-Gum Quake. And Gum-Gum Bazooka was called Gum-Gum Double Barrel, which is still a a reference to to, to gun. So why?
1: (laughs) I guess they're really playing on like the fact that, that those subtle changes are going to go over the heads of children.
0: I, I guess so, but it doesn't But it's mean... so
1: weird. It's like why make those changes?
0: Um another one, another weird one. Portgas D. Ace, who is a major character and uh one of Luffy's best friends who gets introduced later on is called Portgas D. Trace. So instead of Ace, he's called Trace. And yet again, Ace is a cool name. Trace is not.
1: Yeah, that's that was
0: stupid why why oh and uh they call the marines the navy i i didn't know that what why why call them the, again makes no sense um
1: yeah you know, men- it does it because there's a thing called the merchant marines and that's a that's a it's yeah basically a sea-based marine corps Merchant Marines. I think. I'm probably wrong. I don't know the military very well. Yeah, but I know. That, but they know. have, same Marines on the back of their jackets.
0: It's a pointless change. Um, and yeah, also, at times in different episodes, they would change the the uh, guns the Marines fired to, to water guns, which makes them not intimidating. And again, uh, they, they just should not have picked the show. I mean, again, it, they, they knew what they were getting into. They were just trying to burn these episodes off.
1: Yeah, no, this is like, oh, we made a mistake. Um,
0: um, but yeah, what else? So the stuff that happens in this episode, again, the rest of it is more of what did they cut out? Because again, they combined two episodes. That, fr- that first half is not stuff we had seen before, which leaves the 20-minute episode we had watched originally cut that down to 10 minutes. So Zoro's confrontation with Tashigi is pretty much neutered.
1: Yeah, like... That uh um, they they, they like cut there. the Well they cut the whole flashback where like Zura says that she looks like a, a girl did, from did his past they even past. fight? It was so quick. Like, that's know. not there. The fight isn't yeah, the fight isn't there. I feel like they run away. Like I feel like they're like, Well I'm not gonna fight you and she's like, I demand a fight and then like then they're just like, We gotta keep going because we've got two minutes left in this episode.
0: Yeah. Um, you know, I like the joke that Sanji makes where he's, uh, he's like, Nami, I love you. And then she's like, come on, come on, Sanji, just fight. And he's like, what is he? He's like, what am I, chopped liver? Or some dumb joke like that.
1: Yeah, he says that. And he's also like, you look good in the rain.
0: Yeah.
1: You know? Which is actually pretty funny. I was like, wow. you look good in the rain. I, that did make me laugh. Not,
0: not all of Sanji's jokes are, are the worst. Um, but that accent, man. Why didn't they make Sanji French? Because uh, Oda has said Sanji would be French. That would have been cool. I don't know. And again, he's like blonde hair, romantic dude. I would have. I
1: thought. I thought Sanji was gonna be Swedish. Like I would be like, oh, a Swedish accent would have worked, or like you said, a French accent. Something European, not Brooklyn.
0: Yeah, (laughs) European would have suited him because again, he's got that kind of European look. You know, again, he's you know, fancy lad, always smoking a cigarette totally totally would have worked um
1: he doesn't he doesn't sound like a guy honestly he doesn't act like a guy who spent a lot of time in williamsburg
0: no um, again they why why brooklyn brooklyn is what you give the tough guy and you know i mean they could have given brooklyn to zora but i, I guess they didn't want to ruin him too much um and then yeah the entire confrontation with um richie richie the lion and his master is gone so yusof does not get a hero moment
1: yeah, I mean, like, the, because, like, at the very end, because everyone reunites on the ship, and, yeah, Yusup, uh basically goes, he's, like, and they all do this thing where they, like, say, like, their goal, and, and, like, he just goes, I don't want to be a coward, and it's just, like, oh, I guess it's, like, a continuation, because they're just cutting out the fact that he wouldn't be a coward at this point. At yeah. Here a moment.
0: Okay, um. Let's let's kind of end it off because I do want to do some bonus one piece content, maybe for like five to ten minutes, just to just to get some final stuff I couldn't fit into last week or forgot. But uh, before that, let's get into the most important question. Who is the speed wagon of, of the One Piece Four Kids Dub? Speed Wagon
1: speed wagon. Speed wagon, speed wagon, speed wagon. Oh, Speedwagon. Allow me to elucidate you. The name is Robert E. O. Speedwagon. I, I was, I put some thought into this because initially I was like, "Is there going to be a different character?" And there is. Uh, I want to say I uh, really liked uh, Jenks in this one. I like you
0: like Jenks. Shanks
1: Jenks. In- Shanks. Yeah, I think his voice his just sort of bipolar way of communicating with Luffy. um, Just, and the fact that it's so indistinguishable, what is he, is he, uh, does he hate Luffy? Does he really admire Luffy? Is he, what is the accent that he's doing? Is it Cockney as it's being claimed or is it New Zealand, Australian or Afrikaans? Like, I don't know. And that's what I love about it.
0: I'm gonna go with Ben Beckman um because even though it turns out his dialogue was the exact same, they just gave him a deeper, louder voice, and I actually noticed the dialogue so uh i
1: for i that's a good choice i mean Ben Beckman, I also love the name ben Beckman it's so like it's so play like it, that's such like a normal name in a sea of like not so normal names i feel like for sure um and it's like Ben Beckman sounds like an account.
0: ben beckman yeah as, like as ben poetry,
1: beckman sounds like the guy who works with uh ed the lawyer
0: there, there's a character who just fi- they finally introduced a character named jack in uh, one piece and uh he's the minion of kaido who is uh the the big bad of this current arc so there's finally a jack although he just got his ass kicked uh in the latest chapter so uh he didn't do too well because he was a bad guy um, uh, yeah, Ben Beckman, and I, before I didn't even get to ask you last week uh, who was your favorite straw hat because I reiterated last week several thousand times how much uh, Zoro is the greatest. Uh, so, who was your favorite straw hat? And let's let's, uh, let's focus on the good dub.
1: Yeah, so thinking back on the good dub, because I didn't, I I'm not familiar with all of the straw hats. I'm only uh, basing on the ones I was introduced to in these four episodes. Uh, I want to say I really like, uh, uh, Sanji. Really? I feel like, well, I just like his fighting style. The fact that he doesn't use his hands and he's always kicking. Uh, he's a good chef. Um, and he's, you know, he's got a little bit more comedic relief. I, I feel like it's just like, yeah, he stands out a little bit more. Although Zoro is like a close number too. Like I would say, like it's like Sanji is one A and uh, Zoro's one B. I
0: thought I thought you were gonna go with Nami because of her arc and the the proper R long version.
1: See, see, Nami is great too. Uh, she almost scares me by the fact that she can commit so much self mutilation.
0: Yeah, uh, fair, fair enough. And of course, also uh, Nami post time skip, uh, her designs uh, become quite uncomfortable because of Oda's uh, horniness.
1: <laughs> yeah they get a little more into it like they're she's designed in a more se- in a sexist way that's like i don't want yeah, to necessarily like, praise that character design
0: yeah i mean she's still getting stuff to do in this series i just again like just oda just just draw on your own time just you know draw privately if you want to want to see it like that um just draw some hentai that's that's what i'm implying his own private hentai collection that people will discover when he dies can't wait! Can't wait for that to be sold off. Um, what is it? Um, so yeah, again, uh, did your did your character change in the four kids dub? Do you have a different favorite? Because I guess it wouldn't be Sanji given what
1: they did to him. Yeah, so it's not Sanji. It it might still be Sanji to be honest. Like, <laughs> no, I was thinking about. It, I'm I'm worried now that I'm thinking about Sanji because of how crazy that accent is. And like, and just how much enjoyment I was getting out of Sanji's voice, um, but then it's like, but it's so bad. Like, it's just, it's so bad. It just stands out. I, hmm. who's your favorite?
0: I mean, yeah, I've said Zoro before, and it, it remains Zoro even even post time skip and post 900 episodes. Sanji's really awesome. Maybe we'll maybe for our next episode we'll watch all of Whole Cake Island, all 100 episodes of that. Because you like Sanji so much, what is that? That's that's the Sanji. What is arc. that? That's the Whole Cake Island is the Sanji arc.
1: Is it's, it's? Oh no!
0: No, no, no! We will spare you. I I wish they did that in like a movie. That would be cool. He, he doesn't. Sanji gets. You know, he gets he gets the regular straw hat, but he he's never had a movie to himself, um which is unfortunate. But anyway, I
1: think I'm gonna, I think I'm gonna stick with Sanji. I just yeah, think Sanji's he's still, still a comedic relief. Him. um it's I'm always uh second for the comedic relief and uh, he's yeah not as portrayed as seriously as he probably should be. Uh,
0: I really like Nico Robin. Um, she, she gets intre- she's the last straw hat to join that uh, the, the four kids dub covered, but they didn't get around to adapting her iconic arc, uh, which I'm trying to figure out when we do cover the show again, I'm like, how do we condense that one good arc into six episodes? Because it is the best arc in one piece. At least so far, because, again, there's at least five to seven more years of this shit. (laughs) coming. I can't wait. Um, But anyways, before we we get to, like, uh, wrapping up stuff, I want to play you the final scene of the four kids dub. Uh... You think they let us through that blockade on purpose? Yeah, when we first got here, it was way too easy. Talk about letting fate take its course. What's this? it's mansion. This is another time. What do you? Maybe this guy in the sky. Yeah. So, so straw Hat died. That's that's the final scene. So, therefore, they died.
1: That that's a way to conclude it. They're like, we don't want to do any more of this. They'll all die. That's crazy. I I'm not surprised, but I'm also totally. Surprised.
0: Um. So yeah, yeah, folks. Uh, thank thank you for joining us as always for covering the this infamous uh. Infamous dub uh I hope you really enjoyed it. I hope you enjoyed the uh the jokes and um yeah, you can find us on is this anime pod oh yeah, before that, Malcolm, would you recommend the four kids one piece dub
1: uh, you know what I think just like if you're already invested in one piece, I say just do it Like okay? it's like uh jumping into an alternative reality for a little bit uh you can see all the misses. Uh, and none of the hits. And uh, yeah, if you like cringe content, uh, it's uh, pretty cringe.
0: That That's a great endorsement. Uh, a really good one. Uh, I appreciate that. So yeah, you can find us on Is This Anime Pod. Uh, and uh, yeah, at This Anime Pod on Twitter and Instagram. And also, as always, I must uh, introduce you folks to uh, the next show we'll be covering, which is... Baki, and we're going to cover the Great Rai-Tai Tournament. So you're going to watch episodes 1, 6, and 8 of the Great Rai-Tai Tournament of Baki.
1: Oh, perfect. I don't know what that means, uh, but I guess I'm going to find out.
0: All right. Thanks, folks. Thanks for uh, listening.
1: And uh, yeah, like and uh, review us if you get, can at uh, where podcasts are.